nice performances recorded at the Umeå Studentradio. This podcast features adult themes and adult language. Hi. 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 Hello. <laughs> Hello. And welcome. Guys. Guys. Yes. We're too far in it now for you guys to be losing your shit before the intro even starts. Okay. So you want us to back it up a little? <laughs> back it up. <laughs> we've, we've been doing nothing but singing real bad lyrics. This, to this to real bad songs. To real bad songs. It's, they are beautiful. Speaking of really bad, welcome back to Dicey Performance Shadowrun. Whoop. Way. If you've gotten this far into the podcast, you know what you're getting into. Congratulations. Do not send us your mental health bills. Yeah. Can we give them a, like a we, movie ticket or something? We are being led. Astray by no, you? By <laughs> Guru. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Sage life advice giver. Wouldn't, wouldn't trust that. No. Uh, Eater of curry. Mm. Highly likely. And game master. Ooh, that's one. That one's Jacob very Sasser. Sasser. <laughs> that's the one we needed. Was that one the one you were looking for? Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right, cool. Definitely. cool. Definitely. Uh, and with me, I have an <laughs> astonishing crew featuring Evelina Kranz, John of Lawson, Leon Shearhut, and James Kitching. Now, James Kitching. Hello. I'm glad I have you here. Oh. You see, I have a I have a query for you. Is it about last week's episode? I'm recapping the info and then we can do some stuff. You know, you know me so. Took well. it right out of your mouth. You did. You know what? <laughs> like you know many what? things, just this is, slap this it right. Is what out happens of your mouth. when this is what happens when you've been married for too long? <laughs> is that what it is? We finish each other's <laughs> sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of, we have a certain person to fight. We do. Yes. So, do you want to recap what happened last episode? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you want me to say it out, out loud? I don't want you to I think, think that it. that would be nice. I was going to do an interpretive dance, but it's not a good medium for podcasting. <laughs> it's not going to translate. No. Right, so, Nox's girl got out of an elevator and got in contact with Trig and Shift over the phone. And then Trig and Shift, who were with Frost, got in a heated debate. Yes. Over <laughs> what the fuck was going on, because Frost was having none of it. And ended up slapping Trig's con out of her hand, which was very mean. Very mean indeed. Shifts. But we've got her location. It was anyway. shifts, shifts. Not Did tricks? I say trig? Yes. Um, you, you, you're contaminating my brainwaves, Jacob. Why are you looking that's... at me? It was Leon that started this. <laughs> he t- yeah. Actually, Fair point. Yeah. Anyway, so Frost slaps shifts calm out of her hand and is all being mean. And Skelonox got their location anyway. We dive in. Trigs all, ooh, I'm an angel and shit. I'm going to blind you with my angel lights and stuff. And we, we fucked off a bit. And so did Frost. And then we beat Frost up a little, me and, and, and Nox. And then we all, with the body of Tibbs and the unconscious limp body of Frost, fucked off back to Scale's dingy-ass apartment and hashed things out. We didn't hash things out. That was a lie. We explained shit to each other through a big expedition dump, which was very helpful and shorter than us arguing a lot. And then we bought some shit and we're waiting to go pick it up from the broken glass. I didn't set that one up at all. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Not at well, all. James. We also have a frost in the freezer. Yeah, but she's still in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, and she's in yeah. ice mm. Oh, yes, we're, we're going to fight her because she's a um, bitch. Yeah. Someone opened the fridge. I don't know that she's in the wrong. Here. She's working for a genocidal cult leader. We did as well. Yes, and you're very wrong for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's unknowingly working for a genocidal cult leader. Mm-hmm. So as the episode starts... Roll initiative! Uh, we see this giant pillar of ice that has emerged from... Oh, sca- wait, 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 wait. Yeah? The title card didn't fade out. Yeah. <laughs> the dulcet tunes of, of Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby <laughs> fade out from the intro. <laughs> <laughs> and... We we hear the like the the flickering of a neon light getting turned on 
and then like turning off again in rapid succession. Uh, the coughing and the no noises of humanity right outside the door. But as the camera pans through the front door, we see the freezer fully open with a gigantic pillar of ice sticking out of it and trapped, encapsulated in a frozen tube. We see Nox pinned to the ceiling as Frost, this, I think we said she was like 16, 17 year old, something like that, Ice Mage emerges from the freezer looking pissed as fuck. I would like to say, yes, because I did say last episode that when I walked into the room, I turned the computer on and that was the only light in the room. And as we were finished shopping, I turned that off. Oh, so, so the only light in the room is coming from the open freezer with the little light in it. Oh. And probably from under the bathroom door and under the front door. Oh, that's, that's good. That's is, is, good. Is that okay? That's perfectly okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So. So, now, everyone except Nox, roll initiative. You've taken our damage dealer. You bastard. He critically failed. He did. Nox, you bastard. <laughs> what, what's your initiative? Uh, seven. Seven. Everyone else? It's a 14. That's a good initiative. 13. Okay. And let's get an initiative from, from Frosty Lady. All right. So, um, as, as she emerges out, but uh, Trick, you, you have the jump on the situation. Cool. I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> All right. Cool. How do I shoot her? So I you make this you works. make an agility plus firearms yeah. skill oh, check. Okay. All right. So you immediately what is it? Your pistol? Yeah. Yeah. So you just you pull it out and you let a round fly. Six hits. Six hits. Oh, you're you're almost definitely gonna hit her because she is not good at the whole bullet dodging thing. Yeah, you hit. Uh, so she's gonna resist your damage. Cool. Uh, my damage is nine points. Yeah, she has cast ice armor on herself while laying in the fridge. So she is, she's not good at dodging, but she's good at blocking. So let's see how this goes. So you had nine damage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so she takes three damage then. As, as your bullet flies and it, it shatters off some of the like icy chunks that are effectively like hovering around her protecting her body yeah and she gets hit and she lets out a shriek cool and it's shift what are you doing i'm also gonna fire my pistol yep this goes. two hits yep and she's gonna do her little dodge route She, she also got two hits, so she dodges your pistol. Okay. Uh, yeah, so fire opens into the room, and, and she, yeah, she, she takes one hit, lets out a shriek, like, staples back down into the fridge a little bit, and then from both her hands, she starts shooting out shards of ice into the room, trying to pierce, uh, so she is, uh, she is shooting at Trig. Okay. With, <laughs> yes, please. With, with, with her ice spell. And she got one hit. What is my, it's body. It's, it's agility plus reaction to dodge. And okay. then if you don't dodge, it's body plus armor. You're pretty dodgy as yeah. a person. Reaction is kind of my thing. <laughs> it's like I have one thing, yeah. and that's to react to things. That's good enough. You're yeah. fine. You, the uh, the mattresses on the floor start getting like torn up, and I think uh, I think the um, the projector just like falls from the ceiling and crashes down as these ice shards start flying violently. But you don't get hit by them. Uh, scale. I'm already invisible, 
but yep. I'm going to move closer to her. Crouch on the ground and move closer to her. Yep. Um, if you want me to roll my sneaking, I'm going to no, buy them fine. off because I've got 13 dice in sneaking anyway. Yeah. No, so. you can buy enough heads to, to just... Yeah. Yep. And I want to get within range to just cast a blast, like a pinpoint blast just between her eyeballs. No, this would face. absolutely give her a disadvantage on the dodge, yes? Yeah. So I'm going to cast that spell. Yes, so we get this like shimmering vision as the camera like falls prone on the ground and just follows you like creeping closer as these ice shards are blasting around the room. Make that attack. One, two, three. Yeah, but she has almost nothing to dodge you with right now. She has four dice to dodge you. She does not. <laughs> Roll damage. Uh, what's the uh, what's the damage on your blast? The, the, the damage is just stun damage. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it's. I don't actually have damage on this. Is it as many as your hits are? Um, yeah, well, it must be if it's if it's not. The, I think the, so. So. Three. So what does this look like when you like you? knock her out, essentially. Yeah, it's essentially like a, a, a glow of greenish energy that just pops like a bubble in front of her. And it yeah, just... right, right. Yeah, and so what happens is she's like shrieking and letting out all these ice shards and suddenly we just see this green pop right in front of her face and she like violently slams backwards and we hear a crack as her head hits the wall yeah. behind her. And then she just slumps into the into the fridge. I was gonna say the area that the cast that spell is cast is like whatever I perceive it to be as with yeah. my force damage. So it's just like one meter squared from the point of the bridge of her nose. Yeah. Just like. Poof. Yeah, and she gets like ragdolled into the <laughs> wall and is unconscious and probably has a pretty major concussion. Yes. And that's that's out of combat. Uh, can we get Nox down from the roof? <laughs> he is completely frozen in. I'm going to walk over to the plants that are dying in the back and take two heat lamps and just, like, hook them <laughs> up to the ceiling, like, with the glue magic. Yeah. And just, like, next dangle them just next to him. Yeah. So we see as the ice starts <coughs> melting just a little bit, and we see Nox on the other side starting to be able to move a little bit. And then the moment Nox gets even a little bit of freedom... All the ice gets shattered in this beautiful snowfall that dusts the room as the raven's talon gets resheathed <laughs> and Nox reemerges. So yeah, let's not talk about that. Now that I'm done being a popsicle, can we go to Kyoko's place, please? Uh, now we need to get to the broken glass first. Yeah. yeah. God damn it, up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put the other body with the other body. Yeah. But yeah. is she dead? Uh Yeah. Should we should we dump her in the sewer? Like Let's dump her in the sewer. I, Nox, let's go. The thing is she will tell the Lady of White Roses. It takes forever to get out of the sewer. Calm we, links. We got time. Huh? Calm links. Take them off her. I'm just stabbing her. No. Yep. You, we, we see this this arguments happening in the forefront, and we see Nox just blurry in the background, and then just as the stab happens, the camera like focuses on him. I, I imagine that it's almost like the cat who's looking at you and doing the things and like push, pushing the thing of the shelf. Pushing the cup That's Nox. The table. Yep. yep. Okay, so not surprise, problem solved. You kind of get used to him just stabbing people behind you, don't you? Uh, should we? Get some food. Yeah, let's just go to the broken glass. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna grab Maybe a popsicle before I go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> it's only the packet that's got blood on them. It's true, they're individually wrapped. They are. So, I guess camera fade? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Just Guys, just put the entire thing on my mouth and it's gone. It's just a stick. Wow. Um, brain freeze. So, um, 
So the camera pans out of this like dingy, poorly lit scene. I think it is to like, the camera is inside the freezer as Scale reaches in and grabs the popsicle and then just like slams the freezer down and that's the- Cut to black. Cut to black and then we hear the like blurring of a car horn as this bus like um, tramples down the street. And as it passes, we see the four of you standing in front of this heavily wooded pal uh, paneled uh, bar establishment that I don't think any of you have been to in the last couple of months. I walk in the door. Yeah, you just wanna, you just like, it's a pub. Yeah, it's a pub. Yeah, you you take the you take the first step in, and as customarily, the wall of smoke, like that before a Dark Souls boss, uh, envelops you. Scale breathes in heavily. <laughs> We're really doing this, and I go in, take a deep breath, and walking in. I take a deep breath and go in after trick with a sad face. Yeah, a very Just like yeah. a very somber kind of like sigh, like <sighs> like I have we have to do this. As as we enter, a terrible rendition of something that sounds vaguely like Madame Butterfly is playing on a jukebox in the background, and you all walk in to see this again interior entirely in in like wooden. Uh, wooden clad with stools chipped and a, a bar counter that has seen better days. But there doesn't seem to be anyone at the bar counter at the moment. I knock on the bar. Hello? You knock on the bar and you hear uh, a thud on the <laughs> other side of the bar. And then we see this woman stand up with her hand hand on the back of her head as she was leaning over to get something from underneath the bar. <laughs> and she's just like, what in My lizard boy! Hey, can I get a tropical juice? Oh my darling, of course you can get a tropical juice. Let's see what I, uh, this one only has a little bit of ash in it. Do you, you mind? Of course you don't mind. Oh, darling, it's been so long. How have you been? How have you been? Uh, I went to another world for a little while. Oh, oh we've all been there. Oh, you know, I dreamed of going to I other worlds. Yeah, this time I didn't, you know, wake up in my apartment. Oh, yeah. you woke up in some other person's apartment. Oh, you're so cheeky. Yeah. And she pinches your <laughs> cheek. Thanks. Um, hey, I'm, ah, I'm here for the Clone Corp special. The what? The, 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 there's, you're connected. There's the codes for the, oh, the package. Oh, the really charming Technomancer boy. <laughs> yeah, the, the dude. Oh, uh, he's he's such a rambunctious bastard, isn't he? He's cool as hell. You're supposed to do the espionage stuff. Right. Yes, the espionage stuff. Of yeah. course. Shh. Yeah. Don't mention the Technomancer. Yeah. He, he, yeah, no, okay. no, no, no. And she she reaches the finger out, she puts it over your lips. Mention the technomancer. Don't talk about Fight Club. What? Sorry, old <laughs> I, old film. I, I I got the box somewhere. Okay. Uh and and she she leans down under the bar again and seems to disappear. Okay. At this point do you guys come in? But there's, they've been standing in the background. hasn't reacted to them. No, she's she's been completely <laughs> hyper focused on you. Okay. I'm gonna climb up on the bar stool. Besides, <laughs> scale. She's yeah, she's getting her package. Yeah, yeah, it's, do, you, it's, do, you, do you guys want a drink? I don't have too much money. You can get. Uh, no, it's I have money. It's, can you get mine? I can buy your drink. I don't. I don't drink. It's just a tropical juice. Oh, that's lovely. That's I, I will. March, dear. Yes, who is it? Can we get you another? You hear from like really far away? Um, when you're back here, can I get another tropical juice? Two people ordering tropical juice? And then she just immediately emerged from the other side of the bar. What? 
Oh, my little wussy boozy mini dwarfies. You, and then she slaps you, and then she turns to shift, and she slaps shift. And then I she immediately turn invisible. <laughs> and then she looks at Nox, and she reaches out, but he's standing too far away. I've not heard a word from you for several months. Hi, Marge. How dare you treat me this way? I could have had an ulcer. Sorry. Sorry. I thought, I thought this was your guys' hangout too, not just mine. I even made you pie. And we loved your pie. I turned visible again. Pie? Hang on, you guys know each other? (laughs) Don't scare me! Why do you know these runners? They used to run with my, uh, uh, my friend. Clip, the, the pro. The guy, you're, okay. What a coincidence! (laughs) Anyway, I got your box and she just like slams it on the table. Like, who's paying? I already sent the payment. Did you? Espionage. Well, the Technomancer isn't sending me any money. Ah, that's probably why you didn't know the code word. Okay, um, I will talk to him. Don't talk about him. Oh, yeah, sorry. Espionage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So how have you been? I've been great. Oh, the other people. (laughs) Y'all look very sullen and sad and mopey and dejected and depressed and downtrodden. And I picked up a dictionary the other day. It's fascinating reading. Have you looked at one of these? (laughs) We missed you. We missed you. I don't read dictionary. You too. You read anything else? I take the paper is useful. <laughs> yeah, it's been um, it's, it's been, been complicated. Lot. Have you? And she suddenly like gets super serious. It's like, have you heard anything from? We're trying our best. You are. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of we hit a crossroad, and now we went. So even bigger crossroad. And a box full of hand grenades is gonna get you to the right place. It's maybe. Yeah. We don't know yet. We're hoping. Just be careful. You're blowing up all the stuff around you. Some of that stuff actually matters. We know. And you don't learn that until it's too late and you're standing out on the street with no more paychecks left from the opera. And you thought you had one friend in this world, but apparently you've blown him up too. Yeah, life sucks and we're all gonna die. Do you lean in? No, Nox just takes the... (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna take the crate and walk out the door. Oh yeah, yeah, you just leave. You're like, I'm not talking to this person. And that's all I say. Yeah. Well, then better go put those grenades to use, huh? Yeah. Did you look in the box? Of course I looked in the box. I have to know what I'm giving my customer. This is a fine establishment. (laughs) You're not supposed to look in the box. (laughs) Don't mention the box. (laughs) You can't just say don't mention the things when I tell you not to do the things with the stuff. Okay. Espionage. Espionage. Scale, we need to go. Yeah, I know. Let Thank me... you, Marge. We'll try and come back more often. I'd like that. And. Bye. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like I'm. I'm staying. Jumping out of the 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 bed. Out. <laughs> I'm just jumping out of the bench, like on my way out. Yeah. Like if. I'm waiting, listening to what she's going I don't know, like, I, I, I feel very bad about the whole thing. When you get him, you tell him I'm very, very cross with him. Do you want me to slap him too? No. Okay. Violence in close relationships is never a good thing. No, it's not, and it wouldn't even, like, I would hurt myself more. 
Honestly, yeah. Yeah, it's a big, he was a big man. Yes. Is, he is a big man. You take care out there, darling. You too. I'm going, your friends are skedaddling away. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was walking slowly. I could still yeah. hear it, yeah. I guess. I chug my tropical juice and then lean over and chug whatever's left of Trick's tropical juice. I don't think she had any of it. <laughs> I drink all of it. I'm putting the money on the bar as well. I'm actually paying for this one. All right, cool. Thank you, lady. Thank you, espionage lizard boy. Espionage. Espionage. And I leave. I say that to her. <laughs> <laughs> So right. that was awkward. Did we get our stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the stuff you ordered, you've you've received. Cool. That dude delivers. So we hear McCarthy's voice come out. Now what? Now we go to Kyoko's. Okay. Be, Be careful, careful to not blow things up. Okay, this is the only thing I'm gonna ask during this whole whatever bullshit we're doing but could you guys just join a couple of moments later I'd like to talk with her for a second yeah sure we start walking slowly <laughs> away well we need to take a vehicle to go there <laughs> oh, I yeah. would assume that Nox is gonna fly and we can go on your car oh that, not my car that, oh my car is in Sundsvall guys oh all my stuff is in Sunswan. I have this weird white wing card. You do. Non-suspicious. Right. You do. Uh, so, I guess we cut to Nox landing outside of... Um, I would say uh, everyone can actually follow. I just walk in first or fly in first. Okay. Do you, just... do you tell them to like wait outside or...? Yes. Okay. Something like that. We, we could set up a little code word for when you guys want to bust in. Just do one thing. Oh, you want yeah, to trust them? Can we just like take out all of okay. the like tracking things of the car? Yeah, that wouldn't be hard. Oh, I thought it was yeah. already shattered. Oh, okay. What were you rolling there, James? I was rolling a sneaking test. Are you following? I got four hits. Uh, roll a. Uh, do you have the skill perception? Yes, I do. Then do an, uh, I think it's intuition plus perception. Intuition I do have. But not good enough, I don't think. Nope. Yeah, you don't know, but scale is falling right with you. On the ceiling. I guess we are just standing outside the door waiting for a decap frappuccino. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the Frappuccino is the, the one thing I would suggest again. Yeah. <laughs> Are we meeting her in an apartment complex, though, or her, just outside? I thought you were going to her place. Yeah. Yeah, uh, all right. No, I think that was the... Oh, I thought we were still at the bar. <laughs> oh, no. We're... Okay, I'm going to guess we're already at Kyoka's place. Yes. And, uh, well, yeah, we're outside. <laughs> I was looking at rules for hand grenades. <laughs> <laughs> I just follow. All right. So we see Nox. When you enter, like, what's your um, what's your body language as you're walking in? Nox isn't actually walking in. The second he walks through the door, yeah. he's just gonna give a push with his wings, pretty much. Slamming her right in front of her, slamming himself right in front of her. Oh, so you get like as soon as you find her in. Yeah, in, as yeah. soon as he sees her. Yeah. Yeah, stopping right in front of her, like trying to balance himself a little, stumbling just a bit. And then. Yeah, so you find her like in her like ritual chamber room, the one that usually has a lot of feathers lying around on the ground. Yeah, you. She, she looks up in surprise as you, like, full wings out, emerge in front of her, blocking her off. And she she looks at you in, like, a daze for half a moment. And Nox just picks her up. Oh, so as soon as you, like, reach out to grab her, she reaches out to grab you and she hugs you. He was about to do the same thing. 
So right. he's just gonna pull her close yeah. and hug her for a second while... Yeah, she's, while... Hugging, she's hugging you real tightly. Yeah, and the wings are kind of enveloping them off. Yeah. And then for a second, he just it, he just holds on, and then he starts chuckling a little. And, and she she like lessens her grip a little bit, look in the face, and you see see that she's crying. She goes, "I thought I thought I'd never see you again." And Ox leans down for a second and gives her a kiss on the forehead. I know this is kind of hilarious. <laughs> What's so I, funny? <laughs> I should have known this is gonna take a bad turn. The worst to be expected, you know? What is? Every time, every single goddamn time I get along with someone, it's just gonna get fucked up. Every time no, I no. touch something what? beautiful, it just turns to shit. What, you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And she, she's now trying to like pull away from you a little bit. Do you let her like take a step but, back? He keeps holding on to her. And okay, yeah, she's like clearly uncomfortable by that. She's like, what, what are you talking about? Let, let go of me. And now the chuckling turns into something that is more like trembling. And he just stands there, still holding her tight. Whatever's going on, Nox, we can talk it out. I don't know what... I've been scared shitless that I've lost you. And you know the funny part is, I am perfectly alright with being the mad dog and the psycho and the mass murderer. I've been taking that on. Ever since I've I walked never... through that door four months ago, I was literally offering you to just sacrifice me for whatever bullshit you were preparing. You know? That was not okay, that was not alright. So, Nox. yeah, I know, I, I know farewell, Nox. you've been Nox. using me. Nox. Yeah? And, and she pushes herself away from you. Like she, she, both hands on your stomach to like, like, push away from you. I have never seen you as a mad dog. What others may call you, I don't care about. I'm just glad that you're alive. And when it's true that you were offering yourself up, you're not a person I would ever take that offer from. Knox. You know, I don't give a shit either. I don't fucking care. They can Why call me whatever so they angry? want to. Why are you so angry? Because What's going on? If I'm the one playing the villain here, why can't everyone else stop and pull themselves up from that level of insanity that is so much higher than mine? Why does everyone have to... And then he's just gonna lean into her again, real silently, and just goes, What have you done? Oh. Oh, Nox. And, and she like, like pats you on the back. This will soon be done. Your work, your magnificent work. Oh my love, this will soon be over. You've done so well. And yes, you might be the villain in some people's eyes. But sometimes that's needed in the now to make a better future and I'm sorry I, yeah, I need a frappuccino right now <laughs> okay yeah cool. cool during the entire like uh, speech between those two I rolled in a sensing yeah uh, I only got one hit, so I want the general impression and awakened status of Kyoka. Kyoka is a shaman. And still functioning... As a shaman, yes. As a shaman. Yes. But I don't feel anything other than that. With a one, you don't. No. no. Right. No. Okay. Fair enough. So so you say that. Uh, how do how do the, the dwarves outside respond? We never we said if we would run in or walk in. I'm walking in. Yeah, I'm walking in. Yeah. Not okay. guns blazing. No. And okay. And you're staying on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. So so she she like she loses herself from her. She's like, you what? Listen, Knox. I'm sorry. I haven't been completely honest. 
I don't give a fuck about what you've been telling me or not. The thing is, you go around acting like some sort of, I don't know, hero, saving people, saving the magical community, while you dare to use me and the fucking lizard boy to collect magical kid souls to blow up this whole fucking place. She, she's like slowly shaking her head uh, as, as you're talking. Don't you need to see the bigger picture, Docs. These children, they were doomed from the start, doomed by this system. But as long as the wheel of oppression keeps spinning, as long as these corporations keep being allowed to do what they want, all magic users are threatened. Especially the poor, especially the vulnerable. These children were from broken homes and from families who threw them out in exchange for humanist values. They would have died Someone, for nothing. You and are now such a hypocrite. They will die for something, for the safety of every generation coming after them. I did not build the wheel. I did not set up the system in which we work. But the only way to break a system is from the inside. And I do not like it. And once this is done, I will never be able to confront my own actions. And if you want to stab me, then stab me. But do it once this is done. And I think on that on that sentence, the you two, like you come in. Cool. I want to try my wings again. That was uh, fun last time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good first impression. No. Roll 15 dice. Yeah, can I have the box? Yeah. Um, uh, depends on how many successes she gets. Six. Yeah, you don't need to roll again. So, oh, so, so she says like, stab me when it's done. And and as as she says that, we just see behind Knox, suddenly this bright yellowish white light emerge from behind uh, behind him. And as it does this, again, this field, like, like a heavy mist starts filling the room with light. Um, are, you, um, are you invoking your effect or do you want to try and control? I want to try to control it. All right, uh, then roll your willpower. Oh, I'm not, <laughs> I don't have that strong willpower yet. Two successes. Two successes on two dice. I think that's pretty good. Which of the three reactions do you want to instill on the room? Okay, I don't want them to flee. No. The other one was... Stand stunned or fall in worship. Stand stunned. All right. So we just see uh, as this light comes from behind. Do we have to physically stand? No. All right, okay. This is a, stay still. Stay still in, yeah. in awe. Uh, she, her eyes grow, grow wider as, as she looks behind her in, like, complete terror. You turn around, Ox? Yeah, I'm just standing like this. Yeah. Go, like, back too. But everyone else has, like, frozen. And do you, like, emerge next to Nox or what? Yeah. yeah. I want to stand beside him. So we see this tall, slender, uh, like, humanoid-shaped, but still not, glowing creature step, like, cloudlessly into the, like, soundlessly into the room, and you just stand next to Nox, and she just looks at you in complete, like, utter disbelief at yeah. what she is staring at. And the camera doesn't ever, like, truly focus on what you look like. We only see, like, 
the like the corner of your elbow or something like that. Yeah. So we don't get a complete visual on you. Huh. That's a way to call Maru, I guess. I could control it, Nox. Nox is equally stunned. Oh, oh. Can I see if I got the wings out or if it was just the presence? Uh, there are no wings as you're looking behind you. Okay. Then I'm gonna... I'm gonna drop it. Yeah, roll 2d6. One and a three. So four. So you, you fade back. But I think we all... Like, you might not notice it, but you are taller than you were uh, before. As, as you, like, go back to your normal trig dwarf form. Oh. And Kyoka takes, like, a half step backwards and looks at Nox, like, looking for answers to what the fuck just happened. So at this point, you can just drop your attitude and start giving us some fucking answers. Or this is going to take a turn for the worse. I've been telling you nothing but the truth today. Today, right. You've been hiding all the fact with blowing up this whole city into bits and pieces using magical children's souls and working together with the same horrid fucking bitch that took one of our crew members away. Right. You've been hiding stuff. It's a little. Nox, okay. it's okay. Don't you fucking tell me it's okay. It's okay to be that you're upset at me. I fucking know it's okay to be upset. All right, scale. What's the stuff we want to ask? Do you drop from the ceiling? Um, no, no. I'm still invisible. I'm just gonna be this disembodied voice. <laughs> um, but first off, I want to like before I answer the question, cast glue strip on her. Just like the points of her that are touching the floor. She is absolutely gonna resist you doing that. All right. Okay. <laughs> Surprise. No way is she not gonna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She would feel that a magical effect is happening in the room. Yeah, she's... Yeah. You're in her sanctum. Yeah, I do suppose that is correct. This is literally the room where she is the most powerful. Okay. Yeah, three. Uh, if she wants to stop this... Yeah, she she's, then... she's counterspelling you. Oh, she's counterspelling me. Fair yeah. enough. And you got three successes? Yeah. Then I'm just gonna buy the hits yeah, to, to counterspell you. Ah. Uh, yeah, so you do that, and, and she just like, she looks up at you because you can feel where the like magic yeah. energy is coming from, and nothing happens. Okay. I'm gonna drop down next to Nox then. Yeah. Well, she that didn't a, work. She takes another step back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just, uh. How can we get to. The White Rose Lady, what are her weaknesses? I don't think she's gonna answer any of these questions, Nox, because she's still fucking brainwashed by the genocidal bitch. You keep using that word. Both Nox, Nox oh, used it, and now you do Did too. she not explain the entire thing? Because we've been speaking to Nephilim, we've been speaking to fucking gods and monsters and all kinds of fucking people who actually know what's going oh, she, on. She not what she, your bitch of a fucking overlord has trickled down to your little lieutenant shit. Oh no, she did explain to me exactly what was gonna happen. How the city was gonna be purged. Uh-huh. Of... I'm not some puppet being misled here. Well, I think you might be. Really? Ah. Well, you're, you're quite welcome to continue believing that if you want. Have you spoken to the Raven recently? No, I have not. Uh, do you want to fucking try? Why? To find out that he's dead? Well, you, you already fucking knew then. Yes. Why have you still got powers? Where are you drawing it from? Or are you burning child's, child, child souls too? I've still got frost on the brain. I'm not. No? The but you're okay with other people The sacrifice doing. that they are making is a horrendous one. Yeah. But it is necessary 
However, if we could find Tibble's soul, we wouldn't need all those children to perform the same act. So let me get this straight. You think it's fine to free the oppressed classes by killing half of them to then half kill of the them? Do you have any perspective of how many people live in this city under its oppressive boot? Do you have any perspective on how many people we would liberate, not just today, but for generations to come? I have perspective on how many children I have personally delivered to you. How many of those children's faces did you look in before you sent them to the slaughter? Each and every one of them. And do you remember all of them? They're all I see when I dream. Well, welcome to my world now, because, and I'm just gonna like, switch my eyes to astral perception yeah. and nod at her to do the fucking same. Uh, yeah, she does, and she gasps slightly. Did you hear all that, Michael? So what do you think we should do with this pathetic excuse of a fucking shaman? Me? Yeah. She's willing to kill every single child that was sent along with you to the in-between to purge the upper classes and the oppressive system causing a power vacuum which will just make the circle start anew. And you say that and she, she like... You can see that she's like biting her tongue to to respond to you, but she doesn't say anything. Uh, and Michael goes, I don't know. I, I mean, that doesn't seem good, I guess. No, it's not a good point. I'm sorry you're stuck to me and you have to kind of see and hear all this stuff. I'm really fucking angry right now, and uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have put this on you. It's it's okay. Mm. And with with that, I'm just gonna fucking like turn away from from astral vision. No, what what the fuck, Kyoka? I'm gonna yeah. turn away from Kyoka. Okay. And just kind of look at Nox and be like, we're gonna get no information from her at all. Do what you can, but if it comes to it, do what you're good at. Nox, I beg of you. You know, in your heart, all the hardship you've suffered through, all the pain and all the loss, who is to blame for all of those? If not, the people upstairs, if not the people who built this system. You've been helping me for so long. We can set things right here. There's only one thing I could possibly listen to you for long enough. Try and explain to me, how do you burn a soul? You mean after you've gotten it? Yeah, how would you burn Tibble's soul? How would you use it? Well, if I were the Lady of White Roses using it, it would... I would channel it through a spell, and it would empower it thousandfold. So you need to cast an actual spell for that? Well, yes and no. Your weapon suffices. You've felt yourself the... the bloodlust and the hunger when you've taken out guards and drained them. You've done it before. That's why I'm asking. Tell me how to do it again. Are you planning on... Do you have Tybalt's soul? Let's just say we've seen things in between that might come close. If you have it, a lot of innocent lives can be spared. A lot of noble sacrifice doesn't have to happen 
But a lot of other people will die that don't need to die. People who have made their choice, people who have profited of the blood, sweat, and tears of the lesser man, but and at the same that time, the same thing that the Lady of the White Roses is doing. She's using kids who are not at all at fault, no matter whatever it is where they came from. They don't need to die, and if, that's what you're doing. You're these, killing the kids. If these children were left in this system and the system left unchecked, they would be dead regardless. They die today for a better future, or they die tomorrow for nothing. From the kitchen, you're gonna hear Scale, who's currently rifling through the cupboards, um, just yell out, That's what the railroad was supposed to be, you asshole! So you've decided to just doom them along with everyone else. I'm just gonna ask you again, how, how do I burn a soul? Don't do it, Nox. Why shouldn't we? Because like I said, Tibble's soul bears the power of a thousand children. A thousand magical awakened children. But you're... They can all be you're spared saving... to see the glorious tomorrow if you just hand over the soul. You're saving a thousand kids. We're saving thousands. a lot more than a thousand. You're saying thousands of awakened children. What about all the other people who live in Umio that are gonna end up dead just because that are not at fault? Nobody is not at fault. As soon... Most of them just work for the corporation just to have a job. Everyone has a choice. I don't work for the corporations. You don't work for the corporations. Nox doesn't work for the corporation. And yeah, he still but gets Nox food. does not work for the railroad either. There's always another way than, yeah. than licking if the hand of the die. oppressor. If there's another way, then so tell me how do I burn a soul? Or something. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I don't I think I don't think I don't think Nox can intimidate her in this situation. Though. Out with the wings. <laughs> um, but my question is uh, to Leon: Do you want to try to do it? Yeah, I definitely would. So right now, I don't know if yeah, well, intimidate or persuade, but. He really wants to know, so... or I No, really no, to that's not what I mean. What I mean is, do you want to try and burn the soul? Not on the spot, no. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so you say, how do you burn a soul? And she goes... Nox, I don't know how I can explain this any better. Doing it... It would be such a waste. And still, why would I hand it over to that bitch. To get clipped back. I'm just gonna look around to the other three, <laughs> especially to the dwarves. You guys feel like weighing up clip against this city? You see, the odds are a little imbalanced at the moment. At we this want... point, we don't fucking care about a single person coming back. So tell me how to do this. I'm not saying I'm gonna do it right now, but I want to know what's happening. I would like to have Clip back, but if it turns out that it's gonna kill so many other people, so many other people, I don't know if that's worth it. It will kill March. That blast of us giving them Tib's soul, we getting clipped back. That would kill Marge. It would kill Marge either way. Yoka strides slowly across the river towards Nox. At this point, Scout's just gonna come back from the kitchen, having rifled through things and done stuff. Alright. I'm gonna lift up my sword towards her. Oh yeah, so you're stopping at her? Don't shoot, dare making this any worse. And she takes out her hand 
with her finger, like, she's gonna try to lower the blade of the sword. I'm gonna keep it upright. Keep it upright, yeah, so she applies a little bit of pressure and nothing happens. And she looks at you, and then she takes another short step forward, and then another short step forward. One. Tell me, how do I do this? How? No. Don't do this. And she takes another step forward, and we see the blade touching her chin. Nox, I beg of you, don't do this. She moves slowly Nox forward. just takes one step forward and completely slashes her. Yep. And then he immediately falls to a knee. And the trembling starts again. Please just leave. I'll I'll be fine. I'll join you outside in a second, okay? I I'm leaving as well. Yeah, I'm gonna walk. I'm before I leave. I'm just gonna put my hand on Nox's shoulder, giving a small squeeze, then leaving. I'm gonna climb out the window. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason, and it will it will come. Uh, okay. But I'm climbing out the window, and I'm just gonna be like on the side of the building, on the outside, and out of out of sight. He's not gonna sit there for long. At some point, he picks up Kyoka's body. It's heavier than you would imagine, as none of it is cooperating with you lifting it. And Nox, you've carried bodies before, but in the heat of the moment, a lot of things are different. And as we see the like slow pickup, Kyoka's body, her hands slumping down, touching the floor before lifted up. Her blood having poured down onto her shirt, staining your left arm. Similar to scale disappearing, Nox just immediately bursts through the window. Yeah, like and full glass shards flying everywhere. Kyle. Yeah, for a second you still hear whimpering, disappearing in the darkness, and then you just hear him scream. Yeah. And as you're flying off, we just see the building behind you. Rumble as the hand grenade that several grenades that were left in the kitchen in the go microwave off. <laughs> go off, shattering this building into rubbleless ruin as the camera fades off into the night. And here we end. I just like to add, I'm jumping after. Nox, just in case his fucking wings don't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm out the window. And also because of the microwave. Yes. How did you know I was doing that? I know you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How did you know? Because you said you did things in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Damn, Leon. Oh, that was good. Well, oh. she did. That concludes... Episode 12? Yes. Meaning that there are only two more episodes remaining. One or two we don't know yet. Mm. <laughs> so we will just have to catch you guys next time. On that note, actually, because yeah. there's only two episodes and the people listening have obviously followed this far, I don't see why you would be joining us at this episode. <laughs> like, yeah. if, you, you, if you've obviously enjoyed it up to this point, tell your friends. Like, yes. tell your friends about yes. this podcast. Because I, I, I'm the kind of person that listens to podcasts all fucking day. Like, I work with my hands, my ears are free. And the amount of podcasts that I recommend to my other nerd friends who like listening to podcasts is unreal. Yeah. Like, if, if you think we're good enough to give us a recommend, do it. 
because yeah. it's, it's, it's the only it, way we're gonna it's, be shared around. It's amazing, around. and we're pretty much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Find us everywhere. Follow us on Twitter at, at @diceyperform. Yeah, as well. And yeah, damn, yeah. I'm in. I'm I'm having emotions. Uh, yeah. Emotions. Uh, but we will just have to catch you next time, as I guess the party goes to Sundsvall. Mm. I think so, yeah. Might, so. might happen. All right. Until then, I have been your game master, Jakob Sälsten. And with me, I've had... Evelina Kranz, Joanna Vlasen, Leon Schierholz, and James Kitching. Thank you so much for listening. Bye! Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Dicey Performance, a part of the Umeå Theatre Company and the Folk Universität. Our editor and music creator is Lynn Olsen. Art is by Sarah Gustafsson. And our project manager is Jacob Savstein. Thank you for listening. 